Today's gospel would be a perfect selection for an end of the pandemic service. Before Lazarus dies, he is sick in a way that frightens his sisters enough that they call for Jesus, the great healer, their great friend, the one who stays at their house when he is in Bethany and eats at their table. These two sisters and a brother in their unusual little household. They and Jesus love one another like good friends do. So she calls for him when Lazarus gets sick and he delays. He does not set off on the journey for a few days. And when he does arrive, as we read today, Lazarus has died, and the community is distraught. Martha comes to him weeping. Maybe she had been weeping for days. Maybe she is crying because she is having to say out loud those hard words of that hope they must have held for a few days that Jesus might come. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Maybe it was saying those words that was too much. She is weeping, it says, and the community is weeping with her. The Jews who came with her were also weeping. The love and loss is alive on the page. Can you see the group of people, so many of them, crying together, going out to meet Jesus on the road, witnessing their friend Martha falling down at his feet? waiting to see what he would do. What could he do? He was too late. He too, it says, begins to weep. The Gospel of John starts on the grandest scale of storytelling. In the beginning, just like Genesis, in the beginning, there are many ways to begin a story, and our Gospels give us four distinct ways. But John begins with the beginning of all things. And this idea of a word, capital W kind of word, something within God's being, with God when this reality that we all occupy starts. It is of this Jesus, of the cosmos, the word, that becomes somehow contained in a human body that John tells a story. And it is this telling of the story of Jesus that we read today, which begins with a group of friends mourning together. The Jesus of John is so purely love held within or among God 
the cosmic word that inhabits all things and makes all things expresses this human life in love and relationship. Relationship in God and with people. And this truth, as Barbara Brown Taylor reminded us, these translations sometimes don't quite do the text justice. This truth is remarkably physical and intimate of the flesh and life. A man died after an illness. This man and his family are friends of Jesus. So when they cry, he cries. And the people who love them cry. What is remarkable is that John is saying that some being that has existed through all time as we know it comprehends the vastness of the universe, loves as we do or as we can, and maybe because God has existed through all time as we know it, is of one being with all things, loves as we do. Why does it matter? Because love is among the very few things that truly matter. We look today to the example of the saints to root ourselves in the glorious company of saints as we seek to live lives that have something of Jesus in them. Love, humility, hope, justice-seeking, truth-telling. You might have seen parts of Colin Powell's funeral at the National Cathedral on Friday, or you might have been here watching the Braves' victory parade. We had an example that morning of how we love to love remarkable people. We are inspired by them. We call up their great attribute, attributes, the first or the best or the most skilled. For Secretary Powell, that included acknowledging significant mistakes, devastating ones. His funeral, like most, was most touching in the moments that it was clear that the giant of a life was the life of a father, a husband, a son. Saints are not Jesus reaching out to the world in love, but rather people like us seeking to be faithful in their time, some easier to admire than others. And for the beloved of generations past, a sign to us of love through the ages, and at their best they call us up to a greater sense of what we can imagine for ourselves. So back to Lazarus, waiting in his cave, wrapped up, dead, 
his flesh rotting. Lazarus somewhere in the netherworlds. Lazarus at peace. Jesus, so distressed, it says, cries out to him, rise up to come out. And he does, waiting for his people to unwrap that body and invite him back into the world of the living. In artwork of this story, poor Lazarus usually looks haunted. Well, you and I haven't been in a grave, but we might feel a little haunted by these deaths we've been dealing with in the last 19 months. Every one of those images of a brave kid getting a vaccine shot feels like another stone rolled away to me. Every celebration we get to do together is like a death cloth removed. I almost got teary as I saw my youngest excitement as we drove into the vaccination line, but I didn't want to upset her, so I held back, the, held back those tears. We are slowly taking off those cloths and rolling back the stone, moving back to the land of the living. Slowly but surely, it feels like it might stick this time. We have literally faced death together, daily, been sealed up, sort of, and are slowly being called out by vaccinations and maybe even a treatment soon. Numbers we watch daily to drop or rise. Called out into a world where the men who killed Ahmad Aubrey are on trial and his family on the news weeping, haunted. Our nation is working out on the grandest scale who and what we will invest in and how. How we will be together in this life, physical, intimate, so very real. Literally working out around us what our knowledge of love of God, the creator, for this whole creation means for you and me and those who weep this day. It might feel like too much, especially after what we've all been through. But we have the example and comfort of the saints and our friend Jesus, who after calling up his friend Lazarus, turns his face squarely to Jerusalem, where he will face down the powers of his time and love his friends to the end. Jesus weeps today. God's self joins in our grief every day and our celebration. Our squarely facing the world as it is. 
Today, we bring a child into the, this great company of saints with us. May we be to her a support on every side. May she find here a gaggle of friends. Yes, I'm looking at you. <laughs> a gaggle of friends who would run down the road with her in her grief and joy. And may she meet Jesus among us. Amen.